Sweet. We're rolling. Uh, how old are you, for the record? 42. Cool. Uh, who are you, and how would you describe yourself? Oh, um, well, I'm a boss. Um, <laughs> yeah, I describe myself as just hardworking. Um, definitely like to have fun. Uh, try not to take things too seriously. But, yeah, I definitely find myself taking the small things seriously, and I, I think that that's, that's just, um, you know, expectations, uh, especially in this business. And the reason why I say I'm a boss is because, you know, I work 60, 70 hours a week, but it's a seven-day-a-week job, and I've got a lot of young people that work with us, and they haven't been doing this very long. And it's, like, re like instilling, like, those those practices of repetition and, and paying attention and focus like that's something I pride myself on hugely when I'm working when I'm out in the world like when I'm hiking when I'm even just like in a grocery store with other people just like trying to be like present you know and trying to be focused like I just I feel like that's so important I feel like it's kind of a lost art form you know as far as like just a way to live you know so yeah, just trying to be like as present and responsible as possible. I have this, um, I have this sort of mantra, if you will, is like I just want to. I just never want to be embarrassed, <laughs> right? So it's like you cover all your bases. You watch out for yourself. You watch out when you're backing up. You watch out for other people. Mm -hmm. Like just don't embarrass yourself. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> right? Yeah. Where does that come from? I think it comes from sports. Yeah, that was, like, pretty much my first love. Like, aside from food, like, sports was, like, everything. I played basketball and soccer for, God, since I was five until I graduated college. And it was just what I did. Like, I was always part of a team. And that's what restaurants are for me now. That's, you know, what I lead now is a team. And, you know, not to be cheesy, but I'm, like, the quarterback. So, you know, I have to pay attention all the time. And it, it all falls down on me, right? But that's how I feel when I'm out in the world, too. Like, even, like, talking about being at a grocery store, like, there's just so much shit that can go wrong, you know? And you just, if you're on your toes and you're constantly, like, present, then yeah. it's not going to fall on you, you know? And you can be helpful, yeah. which I think is important. You know, I think people need to be more helpful, like, open doors for other people and, you know, just tell people that they look great and, like, you know, tell people you love them and just, you know, just be, like, as 100% there as you can. Mm -hmm. It's so important. You know, helping each other is, like, all we can do anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Really. Yeah. What matters to you or what motivates you? Um, well, my wife motivates me, um, my sister, my friends, um, where I've been, like, in the past. Um, yeah, not having a lot growing up, um, being homeless growing up. Like, definitely never want to be in that spot again, uh, which wasn't my plan. It, was, it wasn't on me anyways. It was my parents, you know, just being wacky and making stupid decisions and taking for granted that, you know, we lived in, like, a super nice climate. So, hey, let's just live in this, like, mobile park for a couple of years, you know, and, like, save some money, which they just spent on drinking and partying and things like that. And what motivates me is just to kind of stay above water, you know, to, to stay ahead of the game, to not necessarily, like, save a bunch of money because I haven't been able to do that yet with owning a small business, but just, like, having what I need and being capable of, like, living with less, mm -hmm. 
you know, that's like a huge motivation, especially in the last five years is, is realizing that my time is like the most valuable thing. Not the things that I have, not the house that I have, not the car that I have, which I love all those things, but like just being able to experience more is like a huge motivation. Totally. What concerns you or gives you a heavy heart? Um, just hate. Like people hating on people just for no reason, yeah. you know? Um, I'm not even sure where that comes from because it feels like there's this huge division like right now and not even just politically but just in life in general like I feel like there's this huge division between people that like actually give a shit about other people and the fact that like other people have their lives and other people do what they do and if it doesn't fit what they do or what they live or how they live or like what their freaking church that they go to says like it's hate you know what I mean it's not there's like not enough tolerance anymore and tolerance almost seems like like a like it's um that's a good word for it tolerance seems like anymore it's like a negotiation you know it's like oh I'm gonna be tolerant of that you know Whereas, like, I'm not tolerant of people that aren't tolerant. <laughs> like, I think, I think we've gotten to this point where, like, we have to be, like, more vigilant. You know, folks that are more tolerant have to be more vigilant against those that aren't and, like, speak up for the ones that aren't. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's, like, what's happening with, with transphobia, just speaking about recent events and the fact that they want to write them out is just unbelievable. It's like, thank God I don't feel that way. You know what I mean? Like, thank God you don't feel that way, like, thank God you're happy with being a man, you know, thank God I'm happy with being a woman, even though I'm a tomboy, gay, lesbian, like, at least I feel so comfortable in my skin, you know, and the fact that there's just so many that, like, don't feel comfortable in their skin, and our government is now saying that they don't even want to recognize that they have a choice, you have to just take what you're given, I mean, that's just, like, there's no freedom there, you know, like, that's taken away, like, complete freedom of a minority group I mean that's just so scary yeah that's like one of the scariest things that's happening because it's bullying too yeah it just goes along with that the tolerance it's like okay because we don't believe in their god and like their bible and it says man woman woman man like bullshit like that everybody has to do that I feel like us as like allies have to start sticking up for you know groups like that yeah um yeah, it's just scary. Hate. It's just so frightening. Yeah. Because it's basically like the end, I think. You know, once you get to a point where like the majority of people are hateful to the minority of people, I mean, that's like the end of times, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, it's scary. That's what scares me, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, it seems like you should have to show that you can like critically think or, um, There should be, like, an empathy test, you know, sure. like, in, if you're ever going to be able to make decisions that affect someone else, because it's right. just so, like, why would someone choose to do something that's going to be so difficult? Right. Right. Why would somebody bring that on themselves? Right. Uh, I, I, I grew up in, like, really fucked up way, mm-hmm. and, and, and deep in the evangelical Christian church, and I heard it for 20 years of my life, all mm-hmm. this stuff, you yeah. know, and it's so, so sad. Like I was able to just like leave that. Yeah. 
when I got to be an adult and just like pick a different thing because it just right. wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. But it's just so sad because like I know, I know what that feels like. I know what it's like to sit in church, you know, right. six days a week and, and listen to all that and 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 how it just gets in your brain and then mm -hmm. you become incapable of like right critical thought. Right. And and it's and then if you also get to make decisions for somebody else, it's like a total travesty. Totally. Yeah. I mean, this might be off the point, but just like thinking of the trend right now with with the government, and it's like they're almost like trying to copy Israel in a sense and like become this like church state, you mm -hmm. know, that becomes this like vigilant, like violent <laughs> entity against like the minorities and just start taking over. And that, I think that that's like very possible that they could do that. It's wild because like. The, that the, these types tend to be so uh, like um, th they just use the law as their benefit, right? Like, well, it's right. the law, so that's that. But it's right. like, well, our law actually like dictates a separation between church and state, right? But because it doesn't suit you now, you're like, oh, well, not that law, right? Exactly. That's really odd. I think it's super odd, like thinking about judges and Supreme Court judges and what's happening. It's like, it's isn't it bizarre that judges have opinions? Mm -hmm. Like, shouldn't they just uphold the law? Yeah. That does. I mean, that just never made sense to me. You know, it's always been super frightening. And I remember, I remember when the Anita Hill thing went down, and Clarence Thomas. I was like, there's just, there's just no way that that guy is gonna get in there. And there's also just no way that he's a conservative. Like that's so bizarre. You know, I just thought that was so bizarre. And I was young when that happened. Yeah. And it's happening again. It just happened again. Oh yeah, we blew it out of the water. Right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. unbelievable. It just keeps repeating itself. Yeah. Well, what do we mean to each other? Just like person to person. Sure. I mean, we're neighbors, you know, we're uh, community members, uh, we're definitely supposed to help each other, I feel that, you know, it's like everybody's got something they can contribute, and I think that selling food and selling yoga is a good thing, but I also think talking truth and, you know, connecting with folks like yourself that is willing to, like, put himself out there, which you're doing, um, and just kind of create a dialogue that we don't normally get to do in a normal life, you know? Mm -hmm. Create that setting, like, I feel like that can happen anytime. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, f a funny thing that happens here we call our front counter the, the truth desk. And it's just funny, it's like either food or, you know, yoga, like, uh, people just come up to it and sometimes they just, they just say something so random. It seems random because, you know, you're you're serving them lunch or you're going to teach them yoga class and they're like oh man I just had like the worst day like this happened that happened you know and you're just like yeah like when you answer them and you like talk to them and you you know reciprocate what they're saying and, and feel their pain or whatever strife happened you just got to be like yeah this is why we're doing this mm -hmm. you know sure like serving people food serving people yoga like sitting down and having an interview with somebody is super important but what's more important is just being there for each other you know, because when the shit hits the fan, like, if you don't have those communications, those, you know, communications, and you don't have those connections with people, then what are you going to do? You know, like, we have to form as many bonds as we can, like, as often as we can with like-minded people. I mean, I think that's the only way that we're going to, like, be successful, mm -hmm. you know, not to be dramatic, but, like, as humanity, I feel like that's 
our greatest success is our compassion you know and the willingness to like talk and the willingness to console and the willingness to listen I, I feel like that's like the best thing we have going for us that's cool yeah so in the grander scheme you know I don't and I and, and I don't necessarily mean like your yoga community or the food community sure. or Bend or, or like whatever even Oregon or beyond but like mm-hmm. what does it mean to be part of community like to be in this with so many others yeah, I mean, it's it sometimes feels like a big responsibility, you know, to be present like that, to um, be ready, you know, to to be yourself, but to also, like, see that other people are different. But I feel like the meaning of community is to show up and to support any way you can, like each other and your passions, um, whether that's, you know, coming here and getting lunch or it's going to see Shannon's show or going to see Jesse's movie like you know those things are are what creates a community and what makes a community strong is the support it's going and sitting in the audience you know and and going and buying a, a drink or a coffee from your favorite place like small businesses teachers you know people that that work in in our field of um sort of nurturing people's economic needs food needs like you name it like just going and showing up for each other is is what means to be community yeah (laughs) i like you know look down at my notes and i see like all these one-liners and this one is just like a block of text Um, (laughs) and it's the one i like really really care about are they the Um, same questions you ask every every person they morph a little bit. Okay. I think I tend sure. to uh, adopt like uh, another's language, mm-hmm. you know, um, a little bit. Evolves and, maybe. Yeah, and, and it changes over time. Right. These ones have stuck. Um, you know, I am trying to get to some that are like heavy hitters. You yeah. Know, like a bunch of daggers. Right on. You know, like let's get down to it. Yeah. But you, you, I do feel like I got to ease into it a little bit. Oh yeah, for know? sure. But um, so uh, you know, and you talked a lot about this like right off the bat, and, and I think it's actually really fascinating. Like, um, you know, you and Courtney have been answering questions in more like a way I would, I okay. would have. Sure. The last two interviews of like mm-hmm. the second year of this, and finally <laughs> it's kind of like, oh shit, like, great, <laughs> we're getting, in, we're getting into it, right? Right. And 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 so I think you're gonna have a lot to say that I'm really gonna appreciate about this. But um, the, the the whole like realm of social injustice. Sure. Uh, you know, you, you talked a lot about it, like, with the tolerance thing, right? right. Like, uh, I just don't, it's, like, really difficult for me to understand. Like, yeah, somebody's going to for sure piss me off. Like, it happens, like, daily, right? I'm like, what Absolutely. the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I don't want to take them and everyone like them. Sure. And put them into a group and say, you no longer get rights. Or, right. or I'm going to persecute you. So right. I'm, I'm totally, like, i totally confused at this whole idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm also really confused at the idea that there are people who manage to, like, rationalize this, like, mistreatment. Sure. Um, so, um, but, you know, this is all, uh, all about community for me it's all you know it's like tolerance yeah is one thing but like why aren't we even like 
like, why aren't we, why aren't we like um, celebrating right. differences and like right. really like I don't know like. I think what, we what try. What are your thoughts on, on yeah. social injustice? Sure. Basically, like, why does it exist? And then in your life, like, what can you do about it? Mm-hmm. Like, on a way that really, like, at the end of the day, it has meaning, like, to you. Sure. And that, like, clears your whatever conscience and right. allows you to, like, sleep at night and get up the next day and keep going. Right. I mean, I feel like social injustice has become a really broad topic because there are so many minorities that are being persecuted at this time um, by whatever, majority, by the government, whatever. But um, I feel like the biggest ones are fueled by racism. You know, um, I don't know why white people are afraid of black people. Like, it's the scariest thing. It's the saddest thing. I mean, it's rampant you know especially in the south like especially like in big cities um classism is the same um you know why people are afraid of poor people i have no idea you know like it happens on a daily basis like you see like a homeless person whatever and you're like is my door locked like they're not gonna do anything to you when was the last time like that's happened you know what i mean like that's they're not the they're not the ones that are the aggressors you know they're not the ones that are out there murdering people and beating people and you know it's 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 racism it's classism and it and i completely believe it comes from this fear and consumption idea that our government has instilled in our brains like america only works because so many people are afraid of the government and they stay at this low level (laughs) They don't vote. They're poorly educated. They're poorly nourished, which is an even bigger problem, in my opinion. And they fight wars for them. You know, they're loyal to them for some ungodly known reason. I mean, you think about it, you see, like, it's the shittiest truck you see in town driving around with that huge American flag. You know what I mean? It's not like this beautiful, like, Range Rover with an American flag on the back. You know, it's like, it's fear and consumption. Keep them dumb. Keep them buying shit at Walmart. Keep them down and out, you know? And it, it that's where it starts. And that's where social injustice starts is the big guys, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this was just proof. Like, I thought, like, having Obama, like, be our president was going to help so much with racism. But it hasn't. It only made it worse because he was so good in a lot of ways. Like, he wasn't perfect mm-hmm. by any means, but he was good in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah. And he started a movement. He started a conversation about how can the government be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I ever voted Democrat. Like, they're not liberal enough for me. Right. I was Green Party. Right. You know, I used to, when I lived in San Francisco for 12 years, I used to take the bus with Mark Gonzalez who was one of Ralph's running mates. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's the real dude. Like, that's the dude who was growing up, privileged life, super, super rich growing up, decided to take the better choice, you know, and try and make things better by not being part of the machine, which is the Democrats and Republicans. Mm-hmm. Go off on a tangent on that, of course, but, yeah, man, I just, it's just like, it's like beat into us to, like, just buy shit and be afraid of your government. 
Like, mm -hmm. buy shit, be afraid. Buy shit, be afraid. So, you know, on the, on the, like, to that, like, what is the aspect for you? Like, what, how do you get... It's so small, like, right? I'm, I'm sure you've had your own experiences with this, right? Mm, like, yeah. I'm the I'm I'm the person that's like I'm a white male. Right. Yeah, you got it right? made, man. Right. And <laughs> just that's kidding. What I, that's what I hear, right? It's like this, <laughs> I'm just but kidding. I'm, we're also like my people, whatever, right? Like yeah. this thing that I'm a representative of in some way. Yeah. Are also the people that are like the most guilty of doing the most harm. For sure. Right. Yeah. And so. I'm keenly aware of that, so I'm mm -hmm. like pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. And, but I'm not trying to say like, oh, I'm being like persecuted. But right. it's just like I right. don't really like being part of that group. Right. But I am that, right? And I do identify as a right. male, and I do identify as straight. Sure. And, like I make all these things, and 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 in theory, all of these right. roads are paved for me because of that, right? Um, but it's it blows, and I have right. a hard time, uh, like. I have a hard time finding like peace and hope and in any of it, and yet I'm not even one of the people that's really getting like torn right. apart. Here's how I sleep at night, and here's how, like I, here's the things that I do just to you know make myself feel better. Um, we live in this bubble, as you know, been mm -hmm. here, you know, it's this tiny little bubble of a place. It's fucking beautiful. We're so lucky, right? Mm -hmm. So happy that we all made this decision to move here. It's kind of I was talking about is Jill like Jill they moved back you know they were living in Seattle like so rad there too in a different way but the way that I feel better about it is there's so many people trying to make it better you know um the women's march um black lives matter um the world world news here in town mm -hmm. I might have some friends that are soccer players that travel the world uh, through sports diplomacy like trying to you know help folks and just donate to those people you know as much as I can like give my space to Jesse who's making this film about the skate park and in um, Jordan it's like just do as much as you can to help other people help other people it's it's like a bridge you know you have to you definitely have to hold each other's hands to get across this fucking huge crevasse and that's the only way to do it. I mean, we don't have so many resources as they do. Like, I was watching um, Making a Murder. Have you seen that? No. I've okay, it's it, fucking unbelievable that this has even happened to this poor family. But they were talking about the, def the defense, or I'm sorry, the prosecution. And the prosecution and goes all the way up to the Attorney General of Wisconsin and how many people he has working for him to basically just run this one case. And it came down to like 200 people, most of them lawyers. And I'm like, that's some fucked up shit, right? Like that is just like abuse of power if I've ever seen it. There's no fair chance, right? Fuck those people. Fuck their lawyering, because that's how they've gotten to where they are. I mean, that's how they've stolen all these elections, is these fucking tactics. And support the ACLU, support HR, um, Human Rights Campaign, support those people. I mean, that's all we can do, you know? And then just do your art, you know? That's the only way I can sleep at night, honestly. Like, I just, you know, I just try and make good food. My wife tries to teach good yoga. We just try to be nice. But, I mean, if it was up to me, 
I'd quit our jobs and go camp in front of the White House until they left. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like if we could do that, like, it might change something, but I feel like we're better just sort of, like, arming ourselves with each other. Yeah. You know? That's what I've been... Th- this question, this particular one, has changed, like, so many times, but... Yeah. I think we're so... Um, I do think that the answer is in joining forces and coming together, but I think what's happened, and I don't know, you know, not in a conspiracy theory way, I don't know how, like, deliberate or orchestrated this is, but, like, we're so fragmented because right. we're, we're, like, you know, somebody is for this cause and somebody's for this cause and somebody's for this cause. It's too and it's much. like this whack-a-mole, and it's, like, energy here and then energy there and right. energy there, and it's, like, meanwhile, this whole one thing is still just, like this train is still like going going right. going 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 f- being fed by all these crazy fuels one of the most like divisive inappropriate and racist things i've like ever heard came from like a face-to-face conversation uh-huh. uh six weeks ago with yeah. a, like a white guy here in bend about like obama and how he got into the office and i like yeah i don't know it's just like so hard for me to understand like The energy it takes to like hold like space mm-hmm. for this like total wackadoo, right? I just don't. It's like why do you want to be like that? Right? Why do you want to? Why do you want to like hate? Why do you want to like? Yeah. Why do you want to do that? It doesn't feel nice. Like even when I'm like frustrated at my friend or like right. been hurt by somebody, it's like man, it's heavy. It feels terrible. Yeah. I, it's a lot of work. Chew on it and chew on it and mm-hmm. chew on it until finally it's like something has to happen. Forgiveness either has to take place or you have to just like try to push it out of your mind and move on but like why hold on to all this weird right. stuff I mean I think the theory is that we have to hit this like huge rock bottom to climb out of it to be able to climb out of it I mean it's like I'm okay with that like <laughs> I'd rather that happen than yeah. deal with this passiveness I mean yeah. it's so passive aggressive like it's so deliberately cruel the way people think the way people voted this last time around um, it's just republicanism is just such a joke like it's so not sustainable mm-hmm. don't believe in climate change you're racist against black people women aggressive like it's not a sustainable way to live as a humanity like there's i mean that's like barbaric you yeah. know it's going backwards it's like freaking medieval times essentially <laughs> Right. Which isn't sustainable. I mean, we all know that. Right, yeah. Homophobic and burn the witches and mm-hmm. don't believe in science. Mm-hmm. And like all this, like, what? And this is the norm. Yeah, like literally writing rules, laws, like to put into effect so somebody can't choose their own sex. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, there's so many bigger problems in the world. Yeah. So many, but they don't give a fuck. It's just like their personal agenda. And I get what you're saying. Like, there's so many groups, like, doing so many things for so many people that it's it's almost like um, festivals here in Bend. It's like there's so fucking many of them that it disrupts normal life, you yeah. know? Like, there'll be, like, a random Saturday where, like, where the hell is everybody? Like, oh, it's Fall Fest. But wait, it was just Oktoberfest. <laughs> wait, I feel like it was just Summerfest. Like, right. you know what I mean? It's like, it, I get that. Like, it seems like there's too many people doing too many things for too many different things, you know? Yeah. Or, I mean, it's just like, um, you know, those, like, walks for cancer, AIDS, you know, Alzheimer's. It's like, man, like, if you just focus on maybe one thing first, you know, like, try and, like, fix cancer first 
and then work on Alzheimer's. You know what I mean? It's like if we just try and fix like racism first and then like work on like sexism and then work on like transphobia, it almost seems like that's how we should do it, but yeah. I don't think it's it's possible to do it that way. I just think there's so many different people with so many different agendas. Yeah. It's a problem. But there are so many people working on it, mm-hmm. which is a plus. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. at least we have that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right? Uh sense of purpose do you do you feel like you have a, a sense of purpose yeah i do i feel like my sense of purpose is just to be myself as 100 percent as i can you know um we talked a little bit about food that's like my my latest thing is just to remind people i think a lot of people do know but i think a lot of people don't know that you know the importance of food the importance of kids eating good food it's such a weird thing I was a super picky kid growing up didn't like a lot of foods and I really understand why I did that though sort of protesting you know it was like this like way for me to like protest like the craziness that was going on around me um but I got sick from it um and I just recently found out that I was allergic to dairy and it explains like so much of my like sickness like as a young adult now that I'm in my 40s it's like now I finally find out. And I just think it's so important for people to eat right and take care of themselves and move their bodies. And that's just what I want to focus on. Yeah. You know, it's just like being there to offer something good. You know, being there to like just be like, hey, this is actually good for you. It's better for you. It tastes good, you know. And, and just start there. Mm-hmm. Like just start somewhere as simple as that. And then be willing to, like, go deeper if I have to, mm-hmm. you know? But just keeping the focus on that mm-hmm. is really important to me right now. What do you want more of in your life? Time. I wish there was 28 hours in a day, <laughs> right? Yeah, how would you use the, 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 the extra four? Um, I would read more. Um, I just fall asleep when I read now because I'm so tired. Um, I used to read so much in college, adolescence. Like, I loved it. I would read a lot more. Um, I would be outdoors more. I would try and um, just come up with more recipes. Like, I would definitely, I feel like I don't have enough time to do that right now. Um, yeah, I would talk to more people. I would try and make, like, more social events happen. You know how it is, like, worked in a restaurant before. It's a very social job. So, you know, once the day's over, you're like, oh, man, I... I don't know if I can go out, you know, I don't know if I can like actually put the energy into that. Like I would, I would carve out some time to do that. Mm-hmm. Cause every time I do, I just, I have so much fun, you know, connecting with people like, and just like a fun, like non-emotional way mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah. I like that. And it's so useful. It's, it's just, like energy, you know, mm-hmm. connecting with people, just doing something random, like going for a hike or watching a sports event or you know, having dinner, like, it's, it actually gives you so much energy, especially when they're people that you care about, but finding that time is hard sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's definitely hard. Yeah. Well, we try. you have anything else you want to put on the record? <coughs> um, <laughs> put on, on this record? Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for doing this. I mean, that's definitely what I want to say. It's always good to 
to talk to guys, men, and, and hear that, you know, there's sensitivity and, and the willingness to, like, you know, put the time and effort into something like this is pretty cool. I think it's neat what you're doing, and I appreciate it for sure. That's kind. Thanks. Yeah, totally. I've, um, I've been, and in the interviews now, like, if you want to ask me a question, uh -huh. you, you can, and I'll, like, cool. get one, and I'll sit in the hot seat. Nice. No, no pressure. So, yeah, I have a question. So, exactly, you know, do you want to turn this into a, um, like, mixed media sort of thing? Like, if you thought about doing, like, audio with visual and and um, doing live versions of it? Have you ever thought about doing live versions of it? Yeah. So, like, this could be a long, long, long answer. <laughs> um, I have, it's extremely rare that I have a specific and detailed plan. Yeah. And not out of a sense of, like, laziness or irresponsibility. It's just, like, I, I think it's, like, really neat to see yeah. kind of how things form naturally. Mm-hmm. So I ha I'm open to like lots of things about cool. this project. Nice. Um, and I'm trying to come up with ways, you know, as a as like a, a one man show. It's like sure. there's only so many things that I can uh, that I can do with like my energy and like yeah. it being not financially sustainable. And right. Like buying gear is difficult and for sure. a lot of like challenges in that way, which like I'm okay with, mm -hmm. you know, for a bit longer. Yeah. Um, but, so I want to find ways to make this more compelling. Mm -hmm. um, people are always asking me about video, and it's like, I'm not really, like, personally all that drawn to video. I right. really like photography. I really mm -hmm. like portraiture. I think looking at somebody in the eye, like being forced to just stare at someone staring back at you right. can be really powerful. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, it's uh, one of the, uh, one of the, projects right now that's like I find really really cool and and, and, and it's obviously like totally different weight and, and funding and popularity but Letterman's newest program yeah. the, the my next guest needs no mm -hmm. introduction uh, if, like if I could do it mm -hmm. I'd blend like that platform like a sure. live discussion mm -hmm. that's like in front of an audience yeah um, I think that's so powerful and, yeah. and I, I don't think that like it's only interesting because it's famous people. Like I think right. it's fascinating. I yeah, think, I personally think it's fascinating to like yeah. hear people and look at people. And you know, Joe Rogan I think is doing like really. Oh neat, yeah, his podcast. Yeah, yep. he's just got a really cool platform. It's like videoed, but you can sure. just listen to it. Uh huh. It's a back and forth. You right. Know, for a couple of hours, like I don't know. I, yeah. I, I definitely wish it was more than than like what it is. Right. And and I'm. And I'm also keen on it being more than just me. Right. But I, I'm kind of like, it's in the whole, that whole like growth is an enigma. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know yeah. what to force. I don't know what to wait on. And, and I don't know what more I can do. So yeah. little tweaks, better questions, like diving in. Yeah. You know, we were talking about making it more um, conversational. Mm -hmm. and, and I think like this interview right, in particular was yeah. like a really good example of what that might look like. Yeah, and I think it's I think great. That's a really interesting like way to close out year two mm -hmm. um, but anyway I'm open to suggestions and cool. I'm very excited about yeah. like it growing and changing and evolving awesome yeah. I purposely didn't look into like any of your social media because I just kind of wanted to be surprised by this cool. um, you know there's not that many great surprises in life anymore so mm -hmm. things like this are fun so I kind of cool. wanted to be surprised but yeah I can't wait to check it out cool yeah I do that 
on the other end too. Like I don't do research on the people I'm going to interview. Cool. So like sometimes I don't even know what they look like or right. uh, like how old they are. That's or neat. Where we're going to be and where I have to take a photo. So right on. I, I love that too. Yeah. Like I love the surprise. You don't have any preconceived notions. I try, and... I try not to, yeah. Right. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Right on, man. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that was fun. <laughs>